welcome to The Measured Pencil. My name is Stephen Murray, and I'm here with pencil expert Wes Nelson. Hello. How are you today, Wes? I'm doing okay. How are you, Stephen? Uh, I'm the same, and I'm afraid that this pencil might not perk me up <laughs> the way I want it to. I don't feel it perking me up either. We have today the Faber-Castell TK Fine Vario L, and all those designations are important because they have a lot of different TK Fines. This is the one with the metal grip knurling and an adjustable hard soft mechanism, which we'll hear about more in a second. Um, this won't be the only TK fine we end up reviewing on the show. We got a couple, but we're going to start here because it seems to be the, the easiest to get at the moment. And here is what Faber-Castell has to say about it. The TK Fine Vario mechanical pencil is ideally suited for writing and precise drawing. It has a soft, hard mechanism. When in the soft position, the lead is cushioned for writing. When in the hard position, the lead is held rigid for precise ruler-based drawing. The pencil has a metal grip section with a lead hardness indicator on the tip. The PVC-free extendable eraser is extra long. All right, we have two reviews today because the one is extra long. You're Great. Ready? I'm ready. This one is actually edited down for content as By well. Who edited it? <laughs> I edited it. Okay. Edited it. Edited it. Edited, edited, edited it. Otherwise, the, this review would have been our whole show. But oh. he, he has a lot to say. This is C Bob. C Bob run. C Bob write a long review. Would be almost perfect if not for the slipperiness. Three out of five stars. Hmm. This pencil has a lot going for it. The form factor is great. It's longer than any of my other drafting pencils, and this causes the balance to be distributed in a very interesting and comfortable way. It looks and feels very solidly built, but... <laughs> and yes, that's a but with five U's. Oh, that wasn't just you? That wasn't just me. Okay. <laughs> but mine still immediately joined the nifty pencils that sit in an out-of-the-way cup at home and never get used. Why? That slippery, slippery grip, <laughs> smooth, textureless chrome on the grip, and oddly slick hard plastic on the barrel. Someday, I may take some sandpaper or a soda blaster to it and see if that will fix it. But I'm a bit loath to do that, as it would ugly up what is a very nice-looking pencil. But if that's what it takes to make those interesting balance and form factor aspects actually usable, so be it. Shouldn't have to, though, IMO. So that's the question is, do you mess with the form to get the function or do you preserve the, the, now I'm confused. Do you preserve the form to sacrifice the function? Yes. It keeps being the question, form it versus function. reminds me of that movie, Sophie's, Sophie's Wedding, Romeo and Sophie's Wedding. Was that the, something about a Sophie's choice? Sophie's choice? <laughs> Sophie's Wedding. Seabob <laughs> uh, has other small nitpicks. The eraser sticks out slightly from its housing when fully retracted, so I had to trim it a couple of millimeters to make it so that I could advance the lead safely without touching the eraser. Safely? I guess. <laughs> what, what would be unsafe about it? I Maybe he has a, a latex allergy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he says, The lead indicator ring being at the tip means that the distance between the end of the grip section and the actual lead is rather long, but it does make it a less favorable than other pencils for the fine detailed drawing. Hmm. 
The hard soft adjustment mechanism on mine has no discernible effect. The lead feels as solid and squish free as any of my non-cushioning fixed lead pencils, regardless of which end it's dialed to. It's a cool pencil, but it ultimately is a hanger queen. Have you heard the term hanger queen, Wes? No, I haven't. I had to look it up. It sounds like it shouldn't be something we should say out loud. It does, but it's what it is is it's um it's a military term from a grounded aircraft that's kept in the hangar oh, for parts. Oh, got it. Okay. So we're not like awful people. Okay. <laughs> uh, moving on. Paris from Amazon says it got rusty in a couple of months. Three out of five stars. Where did they keep it? They will tell. Okay. Faber-Castell mechanical pencils carry a lot of memories for me as I used them all through my early school years. The pencil got rusty in three months, even though it was mostly sitting in my bag and was not exposed to anything. I own many mechanical pencils. Some of them are as old as 17 years, and this is the first time I have a pencil that got rusty. Very disappointing. I thought you were going to say, even though it was mostly sitting in my backpack, which was underwater. (laughs) I use it to write on wood. Yeah, outside. (laughs) Why does the lead break? I only live in the rainforest. I don't understand why it rusted out. I think this is the coolest logo I've ever seen on a mechanical pencil. These knights jousting. Mm, That's mm -hmm. awesome. That's all I have to say about this pencil episode over. (laughs) I don't understand. The hard, soft, there's no discernible difference. Mm -hmm. I I don't get it. The length, if someone could explain to me the benefit of that, maybe we just need to read C-Bob's review in in its entirety, and that could be the episode because I don't know. I don't know what else to say about this thing. The metal, and then I say that, and then I'll keep talking. But the metal grip section has these like lines of knurling, I guess. I don't think you could even call this knurling, but Mm-mm. it's just like imprints. I kind of like the flared end where you before you get to the hardness indicator. That's probably the coolest thing about it. Yeah, like your fingers are going to stop before they accidentally hit the awkwardly placed hardness indicator. Why it's at the front? I mean, I guess if you are constantly forgetting. As you're writing, you can keep reminding yourself. <laughs> the eraser is has this inexplicably long section. I don't understand it. Like the body, there's the clip, and then the body stops, and there's this eraser insert, which is really long, maybe to accommodate the length of the eraser, but there's just this extra section of green plastic that, you know, it's the same color as the body, but it's, I don't understand it. Like it feels exposed or something. It feels like it's missing a cap. The eraser is very long, which is cool, I guess. Even though I think if you were going to use this for art or sketching, you'd probably be in that range or in that zone where you'd have your own eraser anyway. I don't really get it. What What do you think, Stephen? This has sat in my quiver for a while. I do admit I find myself reaching for it a lot. Out of guilt or out of <laughs> what's I, the? I don't. I don't know because there's no feature about it that I can point to and say I really like. Okay. I like that flare at the end of the grip. Yeah. But I end up finding myself holding the pencil above the grip a lot. Sure. Uh, just because it is so long, I like that it has a long eraser. I don't know if I've used it. Yeah. Uh, there is something overall that's appealing to me about it, but nothing practical. Yeah. I can no discernible difference between the soft and the hard indicator. Yeah, it's it's different. I guess I like green. You like orange, I like green. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. Knowing Faber Castell that it's 
a drawing pencil. Yeah. Maybe that's why I don't get it. Yeah. I'm definitely not writing long paragraphs with this. Right. And I'm not a sketch artist. I don't think you are, unless you picked up a new hobby in your off time. Every time the police call me, I grab this and head on down oh, to the station. Oh, and your site, your moonlight sketch is artist. a sketch artist? Yeah. Yes. Honestly, though, I, I'm actually more enamored with the logo. I kind of want to get that tattooed on me somewhere now. <laughs> like, that should be like a BuzzFeed article of all the mechanical pencil logos. Which one would you get tattooed on your body? And Ooh. That one's up there for me. That could be fun. So I don't know, I don't know about this pencil. I guess if you have a specific case usage for it, go and get it. But I think there's other versions of this particular model even. How, how much was that? I got this for 11 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. It's not bad, no. You know what? For $11, why not? Yeah. You'd spend more on a burrito. So it lasts longer than a burrito. It would last longer than a burrito. It just makes me sad because I remember when a burrito at Chipotle was four seventy five. No way. Yeah. When was that? 2002. Come on. <laughs> I graduated high school in 2002. Oh, boy. <laughs> right. And on that note. <laughs> so this pencil makes us feel old. Anyhow, we're not saying don't check it out, but maybe borrow it first. Check, I mean, check it out. At $11, you can get a lot worse for a lot more. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Did you hear that long pause while I tried to figure that out in my head before saying it? It's not a moleskin. <laughs> no. But, but Faber-Castell is it's a brand, right? It's mm-hmm. one of those things that they have some pedigree and some history, so... I feel like they deserve some benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Check it out. Or not. I don't know. I have allergies. I feel bad. I need to go to bed. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll get some rest and we'll come back next week with another episode. Bye. This was The Measured Pencil with Wes Nelson and Stephen Murray. Theme song and additional music composed and performed by Josh Baumgartner. Additional production support by Two Desk Productions. If you want to see what the pencils look like, please follow us on Instagram at The Measured Pencil. If you'd like to share your pencil story, please record a short audio file, maybe one to two minutes, and email it to us at themeasuredpencil at gmail.com. Or if you'd like us to review your favorite pencil, please email us with the name and it might appear on a future episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs>